Hey there, and welcome back into the pickle jar for this episode. I'm so excited to bring you this episode. This is one episode I've been anticipating for quite some time, and I'm so excited to have my friend Jonathan Kahan here. Jonathan lives in New York State, and Jonathan, first he's going to share with us a little bit about his journey with uh, secondary adrenal insufficiency and his journey with acromegaly um, as well. So um, but before we get that, I just want to remind everyone at the start of this podcast that Jonathan is going to give us some great tips and advice of things that he has learned from living with this chronic illness. Now, Jonathan, as I said, lives in New York state. So a lot of these things are going to apply to our audience living in the States and might not apply to all of us living in other countries, but trust me, you're going to want a pen and paper for this episode. And this is probably going to be one of those episodes that you're going to want to take a couple things from put them into place, come back, listen to it again, and get some more great tips and ideas of things. There's so many tools that we have access to and so many wonderful things that we have with technology that we can use and take advantage with our chronic illnesses to improve our quality of life. So thank you, Jonathan, so much for joining me here today and for your patience because we've had to um, unfortunately reschedule a couple times because of um, my low cortisol days. So, but we are finally here together and both feeling um, after recording a podcast. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jonathan, and sharing um, your experience with us. It's my pleasure, Jill. Thank you so much. This is such a treat. All right, so let's get started. So Jonathan, why don't you first start telling us a little bit about yourself and anything that you want to share with us about your um, your illnesses that you live with? Sure. Well, first, again, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, it's it's such an honor. Um, your podcast has really changed my life, and um, we're it just it it means a lot to me. So so thank you, and keep up the great work. Well, just a little side note here today. Today is the one year anniversary of the podcast. So. You are on the one hand year history of, of the day that this girl thought, you know what, I'm going to do something really crazy and outside the box and I'm going to start a podcast. So here we are. So thank you for joining me today. Congratulations. I wish you much success in the years to come. Thank you. Um, so just, just a brief introduction. Uh, my name is Jonathan. Uh, I live on Long Island, not the part with the Hamptons, the other part, but, <laughs> but, 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 but a nice part. Nonetheless, I've been blessed with um, four amazing kids. I, I love them all very, very much. And they mean um, everything to me. And um, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, to a couple of friends of mine, if that's okay. Of course. Um, uh, Tallulah, first of all. Um, we've been friends for a long time. She's, she's amazing. And um, her husband, I forget his name. Uh, I was just so embarrassed. I forget if it's Scott or Todd. But but I like him too. And, um, and of course, my friend, um, Jill Cisco and all my other friends in Acromegaly community, which I'll get to in a second. So I have um, secondary adrenal insufficiency. And um, I got it because I had a tumor on my pituitary that excreted growth hormone. Um, it was actually interesting. I'm one of the uh, support groups that I'm a member of. Someone... Um, you know, kind of made a comment when I said that I had secondary adrenal insufficiency. They said, well, you only get that from abusing steroids or something like that. And I, I was like, wow, I've never, I never felt attacked before or anything on any of these um, sort of communities or support groups. But that was, that was the first time I did. And, and that wasn't the case. 
So what happened is I have this tumor, it's on the pituitary to excrete growth hormone. And the first course of treatment, the first course of action is to um, get it surgically removed. Well, unfortunately during the surgery, because uh, the pituitary is so, so tiny and the tumor is so, so tiny and you're in such a constricted space, the pituitary itself got damaged and it got damaged so that it can no longer send a signal to the adrenal glands to produce cortisol. So in essence, it's very, very similar to Addison's in that I don't have enough cortisol, but it's not primary because at least theoretically my adrenal glands can function. It's just that they don't get the signal from the pituitary to produce the cortisol. So I'm on cortisol replacement. I've got an updose. I've got a stress dose. I've got to carry the emergency cortisol with the medic ID, the whole, the whole deal, all the same sort of things. Um, so I just wanted to share that. Um, and again, that little tumor that I mentioned that excreted growth hormone, that is what causes um, acromegaly. So again, another shout out to all my, uh, my friends at acromegaly community and to Jill Cisco for running such an amazing, amazing group. Um, Acromegaly is uh, considered a very rare disease, I believe, as Addison says. Um, this is even much more rare. Uh, it's, it's, I think, like two or three people out of every million. Um, so it's, um, it's really, really tough. And again, you have this little tumor, it excretes growth hormone. Um, if a child gets it, it ends up developing into something called gigantism where they just grow uncontrollably because the growth plates haven't fused. In an adult, um, we're not going to grow as much uh, vertically. I did grow a little bit, but, but it's more, um, uh, let's see, um, uh, number one, um, you know, the things that it causes is acromegaly actually comes from the Greek, which means uh, growth at the extremities. So my hands got bigger, my feet got bigger, my tongue actually got bigger. All the med students like to see that. Uh, and that caused um, obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, I've got a lot of spine issues because all the discs and the joints and everything are all out of whack. Uh, a lot of sleep issues, uh, memory fog, fatigue, all, all the same sort of things that you're, uh, that you're accustomed to. Um, so if you know anybody who's uh, sweating profusely, who says their feet are growing, who says their jaw is... Uh, is changing and all sorts of weird symptoms like that. Just recommend they see an endocrinologist, the simple blood test, and you can help uh, save someone's quality of life. I just wanted to share that. No. So now to the, uh, the tips and tricks um, section. Um, so actually, as you were introducing me, I, I thought of something else. So I'm going to start off with that. Oh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> And this is something that so we everyone, uh, make sure you have your pen and paper ready. Start jotting things down because he, he's got a lot to share. And trust me, they're they are going to be very useful. And again, you can always come back and re-listen. But if you want to save yourself some time, be ready for this because this is this is going to be good. Thank you. I hope I hope this is useful. And what I'm going to try to do is, um, you know, the these are problems I think that we all face. And there are different ways to solve it. So I'm not going to say that my way is the only way, yep. but I hope this this kicks off a process of of at least thinking about it, and um, and you can Google it and find and find your own way uh, to attack it. Um, uh, the first one is um, just very simply: we all need um, a medical alert bracelet, right? So uh, I think you're you uh, 
can I give a plug for Road ID? Yes, uh, I think you're also a Road ID person, yes, right? I do. I do. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, yes, we're holding up our Road ID. I love my Road IDs. Definitely yeah. check. And and I think they're great um, because largely they 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 last forever. Um, and you know you can shower with them, do anything, and they're just indestructible and and they're fantastic. You know, so I. Love I if I could just add, I, I love that. I have mine double-plated, so because I use the infusion pump and I have on it, you know, do not dis disconnect the infusion pump. There's phone numbers on there, um, my date of birth, you know, just kind of basic information to get the process going. If I'm more than, in my opinion, a medical alert bracelet, your, your standard everyday one, um, that's going to get you know, time is of the essence, right? So it's it, it's, it gets that, that just that ahead of the game just a little bit. And I just feel so much more secure with it on. Yeah. So, so I'm actually paranoid. I don't put my date of birth. I put my year of birth. Actually, but, um, I think maybe that's what I have. I might, you are correct. I have my year of birth. I'm 1975 <laughs> on mine. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> 1975 as well. Um, so I wanted to mention that. Um, as the other thing I did on the road, on the road ID, I have a URL here for something called Backpack Health. Um, and what Backpack Health is, is uh, think of it as a website. And I can put on, on that website, I can put instructions on how to treat adrenal insufficiency. I have a list of all my physicians, a list of all my medications. I have, um, you know, my DNR, my DNI, um, all sorts of um, end of life and, uh, you know, advanced directives and other things like that. And it's, it's all placed there. And, um, and backpack health is, is free. So road ID I know has a service you have to pay for. So I don't have to pay for this one. So <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a good thing. And it's, it's very, very useful. And what I do is I set a reminder for myself every month or so, and I'll update my medication list or I'll update my, uh, uh, my, my doctor's list or, or, or whatever it might be. And so, just put it right there. And um, again, emergency personnel can, can all access it at any given point in time. And you know, I think what you just said right there, um, people need to write down, set yourself a reminder because all too often, and I know this is something I need to do. I just wrote it down on my piece of paper, set yourself a reminder. So whether it's backpack health or whatever you're using, make sure your stuff's up to date. It's so easy for time to go by and our stuff's not up to date. We got apps in our phone. We, you know, we took that initial step, but you need to go back and make sure that they're up to date and please do that. If anything from this episode, you do what Jonathan just said, um, get yourself up to date with whatever you're using. Um, and then this, again, I don't know if this applies in Canada, but this definitely applies um, in the U.S. Um, Solucortef is not um, covered by insurance. So um, we've got to figure out how to get the uh, injectable um, uh, cortisol uh, to have with us at all times. So, so what, I, what I recommend for that is there one of two ways I found um, that you can get that uh, without, without really breaking the bank. The first is um, sometimes hospitals do something called a, I think it's called a build back or a buyback where basically, if you get the, the, uh, the salucortef from a hospital, that will be covered by insurance. So you get it from the hospital, and 
they'll charge. So the hospital orders that you buy from the hospital and then it's covered by insurance. Well, none of my doctors did that. So that didn't work for me. But what I did was I used a service like GoodRx, which can show you prices of medications without insurance. Sometimes they even give you discounts and other things like that. And, you know, my neighborhood, my local neighborhood pharmacy, you know, the Solucortif was maybe $50 for one vial. But at Amazon, it was, I think, $25 for two. So, you know, again, that's found money, so to speak. And, and, and I recommend that because this is something that you don't want to say, oh, it can last an extra year. I don't need to get a new one. You, you want to make sure you have them, you know, at least two always on hand. Um, and so, you know, you might as well have them uh, affordable. Yeah. So, um, so uh, as part of my little journey here, you know, it felt like, it didn't feel like one morning I woke up and I got diagnosed and I was handed like a guidebook on how to uh, tackle all of this. It kind of just, I feel like all of a sudden I woke up one morning and I was taking over 30 medications. So what I realized quickly was I needed um, some sort of method to be able to track what I'm taking and when, and when I need a refill and you know, something that even could, you know, give me a medication list at any time instead of sitting there at the doctor and writing out uh, 40 medications and so forth. So um, what's really worked well is an app that I use called MediSafe, um, which is free as well. So it's M-E-D-I-S-A-F-E dot com, MediSafe. And um, there's several inputs uh, that you do. So you will input the name of your medication, the dosage, who the prescribing physician is, the conditions it's treating, um, the times that you're taking the medication, and the amount of the medication that you have to start. So you get a new medication, you can even put in the RX number or whatever, and you put in all those things, which takes you know 45 seconds or whatever. You can even put in the color and the shape of the uh, of the medication, and the output is it will give you reminders to take the medication and you have to click on take when you take it. So then, then you're not stuck here later in the day going, did I take it? Did I not take it? Do I, am I stuck now counting how many pills I have left, you know, kind of thing. And so that's very helpful. You also get automatic refill reminders and it also allows you to print out or to email or share a medication list. So, you know, it's like I, one time I had to go get a cardiac MRI and I'm sitting there and they go, yeah, we need a medication list. And I'm like, I forgot to print one out. I really have to write out 40 medications and take, you know, 40 minutes of looking back at my phone kind of thing. And I'm like, is there any way I could email one to you? Oh, of course you can. It was, it was a lifesaver. So that was, that was really great. And you know, that's great because in a situation like that, if you take a lot of medication, you got to make sure you don't miss any when you tell them. Right. I would think that's essential because of the way they interact. They need to have the whole picture when you walk in there. And if you we're all human, you can very, very easily make a mistake and miss putting something on that they really need to know about. So that's that's a great tip. Yep. That's fantastic. The other thing that I found super helpful is especially on excuse me, on refills. So I I, I tell it that, you know, for example, let's say I uh, I take uh, I take a medication once a day. So I tell it when I have 10 uh, pills left okay. 
tell me a reminder that I need to refill. So that gives me plenty of lead time to tell the doctor, give me a refill. The doctor doesn't give me a refill. Call the doctor again. But you have plenty of time. And there have been, you know, the only time, I think there's only been once where I ran into a, oh, shoot, I, I don't have that many pills left, was when I forgot to input the medication. When I didn't input the number of pills correctly, it was, it was my error. But it's taking that down from, you know, we all have these. Oh, my God, I have no hydrocortisone. Like, so for hydrocortisone, I put in, you know, a threshold of like 30 pills left. So I always want to make sure I have extra of, uh, of that because that's, that's obviously mission critical for us. So. Um, and right there alone, like just the, the stress, like I can. The anxiety, I think that a lot of people live with trying to organize this stuff and to keep things running on like it adds a lot of stress if your medication runs out or if you're running out to get this and that and that alone is going to decrease the stress in your life it's yep. gonna and especially when you have to updose i was yeah. going to say you know because then that's that's not formulaic that's it changes the game and you can just add a dose you take it and done it's, yeah. it's really convenient i mean it, there's there's some medications i take once a day there's some medications i take multiple times a day there's some medications I take once a week. There's some that I take every three days, and it can accommodate all those schedules. It can accommodate time shift changes. So it's just it's just super helpful. It's 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 been a very very good tool. Again, I have no stake in it. If you find something better, use something better. But I think the important part is use something to help you make sure you take yep. your medications and you get refills at the proper time. And that was MediSafe, right? MediSafe. MediSafe. Yep. Yep. Again, it's a, it's an app, but there's also a website, which is okay, but the app is really where you'll get um, all the robust features. Um, the next tool that I um, that I love is something that I use called Guava Health. And so again, I don't know if you deal with this in Canada, but here in the U.S., you know, I have doctors, at, let's say at NYU, and then I have doctors at Columbia, and then I have doctors at Northwell, and they each have their own portal. Or I get a blood test at Quest, or I get another blood test at LabCorp, or I get another blood test at Lord knows where. And so there's all this data sort of all over the place. And if I want to get a quick history of my whatever, you know, let's say my A1C, I'll make that up. Um, I can, you know, in the old days, you have to open up every portal or every paper result, you know, Look, copy it down, write it down somewhere else, and then you have to continuously update it. What Guava does is it pulls in the data from all the different sources, and you can get a quick look, even a nice little chart, of your historical results over time, regardless of where the test was conducted. And that just, it just saves time, it saves energy, and like our other tools uh, so far, it's free. So it's just... And that just goes back to how important communication is. Then you can keep all the lines in your health communicating as best as possible on your behalf. Yep. And, you know, it's again, and I think that's, that's actually a great point. You can now communicate with your doctor who might only see, you know, this bit of information and not see all of this. And you can easily say, hey, it's not an issue or, hey, you know, I think we got to discuss this because of such and such and so forth. So that's a very, very cool, good tool that I enjoy. Yeah, and especially if you're someone who has 
a challenging time remembering information and keeping track of stuff. And it's just so confusing and so overwhelming. You know, this is going to help. <laughs> You're right. No, that's, that's a very good point. This is, this is like kind of a set it and forget it. You don't have to do anything. It just, it just works yeah. once you initially set it up. Exactly. Um, another tool that I do, another thing that I do is, again, this is, I, this is helpful for me because I have a lot of doctors and um, a lot of appointments and um, I forget a lot of things. So or I, I, I forget a lot of things. I have some challenges. And so I, I build a lot of habits to be able to remember all these things on a continual basis. So every time I see a doctor, there's always an after visit, some, uh, like a appointment notes in the portal. What I do is I download those notes from the position, from the position and I put it in you know, my cloud service of choice, which is Google Drive. You could put it in you know, OneDrive. I don't care, whatever, Dropbox, whatever you want to put in. Um, and that's great because if you ever need to share it with other doctors, with insurance companies, or various government agencies, or for disability claims, or whatever it might be, you have it all right here, as opposed to now you have to go in and download every single one. It's also really useful if you ever have to search. Um, because again, you can't like, wait, what was the doctor? And what did they say about the something on that? That you can't, I don't think you can search any of the portals for the notes. You can search Guava. So you can kind of do it there. But I like, um, again, I want to be able to have it readily available. But you can, you can search and you can find the term and the date and when it was and what the doctor discussed and maybe what they didn't. And so I think that's, that's also very, very useful and very important. Uh, my next tool, I, I, I brought a, a visual aid, is something called Rocketbook. So this is not free, but this is this is great. I really like this. So what this is is a you know just a notebook. You can get it on Amazon, and you got these pieces of paper. I can't do this with the mirror image, but I'm I'm kind of making it work here. And what you can do is you have a sort of like a special pen, a friction pen. I don't know if it's upside down or not, but yeah, it was upside down. I'm sorry. It's a uh, friction pen and you can take notes and the notes are erasable. So when you're done, the notebook is completely reusable. So it's not like a one and done. You then take a picture of your notes and it transcribes it into text. So you get you get email to you. I prefer Evernote actually, so it goes straight into Evernote. There's a picture of my notes, yep. as well as my notes are transcribed into text. Because what I used to do was the series of different size, shape, and color post-it notes wasn't very effective. <laughs> and so this is much more helpful. I take this with me to all appointments. I snap a picture of it. It goes into my you know, Evernote. And then again, I can search it. I can find something. I can now also set reminders. I can create tasks of the different things that were, were, were told, me, told to me at various appointments. So I kind of use this in conjunction with the doctor's notes um, from the visits to really have a good record of what was discussed and what needs to be done. Uh, for example, the, the real challenge I had was um, I was taking thyroid replacement medication because I have again no pituitary function. And um, I started off on, you know, whatever dose of, of levothyroxine. 
And every visit, the dose would continuously get increased because it wasn't working and it wasn't helping. And nobody could understand why the levels were never sufficient. And so um, the doctor said to me, he said, um, well, well, let's go through your process. When do you take your pill? I go, I take it when I wake up. He goes, and then what do you do? I go, I take my next pill. Said, no, no, you're supposed to wait 45 minutes before you take another pill. I said, really? I don't think anybody told me that. Well, a while later, I was going back through some old notes of, uh, of my initial uh, visit when I was prescribed the levothyroxine. And I was told, no food or drink for 45 minutes. But it was just in that strategically placed post-it note. And I didn't, you know, there was nothing that said action and I have to do that. And so this is something that's really, really um, helped me do that. Again, it's a one-time fee just for the notebook. The app doesn't cost anything. Um, the transcription doesn't cost any, doesn't cost anything. And, and you're fine. And, and in terms of cost, I think it cost me $25. Like, I don't know what that is in Canadian. What, what form of currency do you use? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically that's eliminated a little bit of human error, which we're going to have a little bit in life. So that takes that. And while I'm thinking of, while you're talking about that, I'm thinking that's just something, you know, if you have, you know, kids, young kids or something, you know, I think my kids would probably find that cool to come to a doctor's appointment and be able to do so. Like that's just something techie and fun for them to do, which kind of just makes um, kind of the, the, the unique experience a lot of them have uh, just a little bit different and a little bit more a little bit more hip Let, let's put it in a 1975 word hip yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll make illness hip by having a rock book <laughs> yeah it's good it's also it's easy to carry this around with you it's very easy to erase you just spray some water they give you a special cloth and you just 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 rub it off it's it's easy um so it's it just it's something that made this stuff very simple as opposed to you have a notebook and then, well, I haven't figured out how to get my notes off the notebook into something else. Again, it's just very easy. You just snap a picture, just very okay. simple. And yeah, and that app or, or their website is getrocketbook.com. Perfect. And I will make sure when we, um, that in the show notes, I have all these websites and everything as well for everyone too. So I will make sure that they are all easy to find. So. Okay. I just have a couple other quick things I think are, are simple uh, and are, I think, useful as well that have really helped me. The first is, um, again, I'm on 30 medications, I'm multiple doctors, and um, that starts costing a lot, uh, at least in the U.S. Um, so my advice, as best as you can, um, is to shop around. So, um, for example, with medication, um, a great site is GoodRx. Um, they will show you medications that can be um, maybe even less expensive than with insurance. And that's goodrx.com. And so you don't need insurance to use it. They can give you uh, coupons um, um, and all sorts of just, just sometimes it's helpful just to, just to check it out. And so I, I recommend that. Um, something else that's helpful is the Amazon pharmacy has something called the Care Pass. So if you're a Prime member and you pay $5 extra per month, there's a whole list of medications that they will send to you then free of charge. Again, you need a prescription. But so I was on, let's say, you know, medication A and medication B, and each one, let's say, for me had a copay of $5. Well, they were both on this 
CarePass thing. So I sign up for CarePass for $5, and then I get both medications. So I save $5 a month. Okay, not, not the biggest deal, but, you know, every little bit helps. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's easy. And, um, you know, if you have three medications, you save even more. Four medications, you save even more, and so on and so forth. So I thought that was um, very, very simple uh, and really great and easy to look at. Um, the final thing is there are some other low-cost pharmacies. So one in particular is called Cost Plus Drugs. Um, that's um, the pharmacy by Mark Cuban. And so what he does is, um, for example, my thyroid medication and my old insurance plan could have been $25 or $30 a month. Through him, it was like $4. And so I've, I've said that to a couple people, and, and, and they've saved um, a lot of money. So that's costplusdrugs.com. Um, and again, they don't have the most exhaustive list of medications. But, you know, again, you can work for the ones that work for you, and you can go there, and, and hopefully you can save a little bit. Um, uh, two other things that have really helped a lot are 90-day prescriptions. So sometimes, let's say a prescription will be $10 uh, for a 30-day. If you get a 90-day, uh, it might be $12 or $15 or something like that. So significantly less than three individual months. And again, if we're, you know, for us with chronic illnesses, these are things we're going to be taking forever. Boy, that's a noisy bird. <laughs> um, but yeah, but but it, I guess it's agreeing, you know, the 90-day prescriptions. It's, a, it's the way to go. It's very, very helpful. And the final thing, again, for people in the U.S., um, something that's really helpful is if you have a medication that's expensive, um, let's say like Ozempic. So I had a copay with Ozempic of about $75. And what you can do is you just search for like Ozempic copay assistance cards. And what they have is sometimes they have coupon, coupons by the manufacturer that they will give you automatically. And all of a sudden, the price goes from, let's say, $75 to $5 or to $20 or sometimes to nothing. And these are great for these you know, high-cost, sometimes specialty medications where we have a high copay. We're paying a lot out of pocket. This will reduce it. There's no, there are no questions. There's no means testing. There's no anything. You just automatically eligible. So that's really, really great. And last but not least, the other area I found that can help you save money sometimes uh, are through foundations. Um, so for example, um, I'm currently disabled and I'm on Medicare. And in the US, uh, Medicare is what's for um, either people who are over 65 or are uh, disabled. Well, um, the cost sharing on um, specialty medications is, is really tough. It's, uh, it's a 20% cost burden that you have. So on my acromegaly medication, you know, my 20% comes out to like, you know, a thousand or $2,000 a month. And that's just, there's, there's no way I can do it. Um, and the copay assistance cards aren't available to anybody who's on any government insurance plan. So foundations were the only thing that would help and, and thank God they're there. And, and I appreciate everything that they're doing. I'm, I'm very, very grateful. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to afford my medication. So um, that's really, really important. Um, I don't know if you have these in Canada, uh, prior authorizations. So it's like if your doctor prescribes you a medication, the insurance company won't fill it right away because these are a higher cost medication or something. 
they need like an extra level of permission from the doctor or a little more hassle to go through before they will authorize the prescription. So we call those prior authorizations. So what I recommend is normally those have an expiration date on it. So what could happen is let's say uh, you get approved for a medication yesterday and the insurance company might do it through the end of the year. So meanwhile, you're filling your medication and all of a sudden it comes to early January, you wanna refill it and your pharmacy tells you, well, you need a prior authorization. And then you have your oh shoot moment because you need your medication right away. Right. So what I do is anytime I get a prior authorization, I, I have a tracker, you know, I write down, you know, the medication name, the prior authorization number, I write down when it's going to, um, when it's going to expire. And a month before that, I set a reminder to renew it. So that way I can communicate with my doctor. I said, yeah, no, it doesn't, you know, expire for another month, but I want to make sure it's on your radar and that there's no breaking coverage and so on and so forth. And yeah. That's something I've never experienced here in Canada with anything I take. And I, and I'm going to be completely honest. I don't even know if, if it's something we have to go through in Canada because it's just, just not something I've had to deal with. Um, in your experience, when you had a medication like that, were so you were alerted that this was a medication that was required pre-authorization or did you have to go through your records and find out on your own? Like, did the pharmacy tell you? Yeah. No, so, so what happens is, you know, you go to your doctor and they say, okay, you know, such and such didn't work or you have such and such symptoms. I'm going to prescribe this medication. Okay, great. So in your head, you think, okay, okay there's a solution. This is great. Yeah, right. So I leave the doctor's appointment and I'm heading home. And as I'm heading home, they said they sent the prescription to the pharmacy. I'm going to stop by the pharmacy, see if I can get it. And I go to the pharmacy and they'll say, oh, yeah, I, re I received the prescription but it has a prior authorization. Okay, so you do find it. Okay. Or they said they sent it to the pharmacy and I'm like, okay, the pharmacy will just deliver it, whatever, it's nothing to worry about. And a day later, I might call the pharmacy. Hey, you know, did you ever get that many? Oh, there's a prior authorization. Oh, there's a prior. So then I'll call the doctor, there's a prior authorization. Oh, there's a prior, I didn't know there was a prior authorization. And so I've gotten better at following up about these because I, I know it's there, but sometimes it, you know, not quite. Or again, you get an alert that, you know, I get an alert from my app that I, I need a refill of the medication. And so I call the pharmacy. I said, I need to refill the medication. I say, oh, it's too early. We can't refill it now. You have to wait four days. I said, okay. So I wait four days. Then they go to refill it. They go, oh, I'm sorry. We need a prior authorization. And so I kind of would rather have the benefit of being proactive on this. Uh, to make sure, again, that I get my medication on time. Sometimes I've had the, sorry, doctor's away. I go, okay, I'm sure he has a phone wherever he is or she is. Or, you know, come on. Like, and there was one time, you know, I had a break in coverage for a couple of weeks. And that was really tough. Well, and that's the hard thing is all these, these tips and advice are so great because as best as you can put these in place for whatever works for you, we know, like you said, if you have a break in your medication, it's going to affect how you feel. It's going to affect your quality of life. And to me, that's, that's the goal for it. We want quality of life. We want to be as healthy as possible. Um, with Addison's, you know, an adrenal insufficiency, you know, we don't want to go into a crisis, obviously, and they all play together. And if you're dealing with multiple illnesses, you just got to do the best you can to be on your game, right? Like that's, that's your responsibility, right? right? Doctors have vacations, people make mistakes, there's delays, 
You just have to do your best to eliminate. You're going to hit exactly. roadblocks. You're going to have hurdles to jump. We're just trying to have fewer hurdles to jump and, and fewer roadblocks to deal with. Exactly. And, and the other thing I would mention along those lines, uh, again, I'm not sure what the situation is in Canada, but in the U.S., I highly recommend, in all things being equal, because I don't always follow this rule, but all things being equal, I found doctors at hospitals as opposed to doctors in private practice are more or are better suited to treat people with chronic illnesses. I find that they spend more time with me. They have, again, since they're in a hospital, there's a bigger practice there that where people can cover for each other and so on and so forth. And, and I find I get a better level of care. Generally speaking, I have, I have plenty of doctors who are not in, um, not part of hospitals who are fantastic, but they are the exception. What I found. So again, if you have, right, you have that emergency and the doctor's away, there's somebody else who can cover and can make sure that you get what you need, which is what I found. Um, and then the last thing, this is a, um, um, this is like a very, very low tech solution, but I got sick of every morning picking up the pill bottles to see what was in it each. And so I got little stickers, I put them on top and I write the name of the medication. And so now I look at my, you know, where my medications are, I, I'm not stuck picking up, you know, 25 bottles to find that, that one that I was looking for. And, and I mentioned at the start of this episode that I've put some stuff into place that Jonathan had when we initially talked about doing uh, this episode together. And that's what I put into place. I got my Sharpie out and I wrote in big, bold letters on my medication because I got tired of when he said that, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Tired of looking, is that five milligrams? Is that one milligram? I got to make sure I take the right stuff. And it was just one of those things that was, it was hurting my heart. If I put it that way, every time I looked at it, it's like, here I go again. I got to read my medication. I got it. You know, I got to do this. I got, and now I just pick it up. It's on to, I make sure my lids don't get mixed up. That's my thing. You know, I got to make sure that the lid, <laughs> the bottle, they're all labeled. Um, but that, you know, it's just, like you said, it's the non-techy one, it's something very simple, but you know, I, I've labeled all my prednisone and my dexamethasone with big letters so that it just makes life a little bit smoother for me. So, and it, yeah. It, I actually did that once. I, I labeled the medication incorrectly. So I ended up double dosing on one medication and not taking another for about four or five days. And really because I felt awful that I realized something was up. And, uh, well, but, and but again, human error is going to happen. And I think that through these different methodologies, again, it doesn't have to be precisely these. And hey, if you've got a better solution, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, I'm always looking to hear to hear a better way of doing something, but it will limit the number of mistakes and the, I think the, the, um, the problems that can occur. Yeah, I agree with you. And then, and because, you know, some mistakes could be deadly, like they really can be, you accidentally double up on the wrong medication and, you know, depending on what that is, um, you gotta be very, very careful. Right. So we need to have all these things in place and, you know, it's just, you know, when I finally decided that, you know, this, this is just part of my reality, you know, this is part of my, you know, um, my journey of having a chronic illness and, um, you know, and just honestly being thankful that it's 2023, we have apps, we have podcasts, we have internet, we have computers, we have technology. 
Um, we have so many wonderful things in place that if we just take things one step at a time, find what works for us. Cause like you said, not everything's going to work for everybody. Um, and if, you know, some of these wonderful ideas that Jonathan has given you today interest you, if it's not something that, you know, maybe you're ready for, maybe there's somebody in your life that's willing to help you out with it, that can run the apps for you, that can set them up for you. Um, there's people in our lives that want to help and help our quality of life. And we have to just ask for it. And because they're not going to know unless we don't ask, right? So is there anything That's else? That, is there anything else that you can share with us today? I I I think we No, are. I just I'm grateful for the time. <laughs> Thank you. I hope I hope this 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 helps people and um, raises uh, awareness as well for acromegaly. Um and um, Again, I just, I just, as I told you, all I'm about is just helping people. And that's, that's really all I want to be able to do. Um, and so I hope, I hope people find these, these, uh, these things we, we discussed helpful, makes it a little easier to manage, uh, improves their quality of life and, and avoids, you know, some, some, some mistakes and, and heartache. Yeah, no, I, I truly appreciate your time. And you can hear by the way Jonathan speaks about, um, how much effort he's put into this. And I've said it before on the podcast, how important it is for us to be prepared. Um, you know, we are really specialists in our own illnesses. We know my opinion more than a lot of the doctors know about what we're dealing with because we live with it 24 hours, seven days, a week. you know, 24 hours, seven days a week. And we need to present like that. And not only are we advocating for our own health and our own quality of life, you know, you know, Jonathan mentioned the love of his children at the start of this podcast, you know, he, you know, we're all fighting for the people in our lives and for, you know, cause if we can fight for our health and our quality of life, you know, the people that we love unconditionally, we're going to be able to give back to them everything as much as we can. Okay. Cause we know we're going to have ups and downs and that's part of their journey with us and vice versa. Um, but not only are we doing it for us, but we're doing it for them. So thank you so much, Jonathan. Thanks, Joe. And thank you so much for everyone for tuning into this episode. And like I said, I know you got some great tips and advice today from Jonathan. Come back, listen again. If you have any tips and advice that you want to share, please send me a message at thepickle jar at rogers.com. And until next time, please be well, my pickles. <laughs>